Approximately 36 hours before the Lincoln-Jacktown game. Jack Morris sat alone in a booth at Abe's Lincoln Diner, reading the Lincoln Gazette. Now 43, Jack looked very much like a small-town high school football coach. He wore a blue-and-white nylon jacket that had a large golden lion emblazoned on the back with the words, Lincoln Lions, running through it. His matching cap flaunted the same emblem. On the front upper left side of his jacket, small gold letters identified him as head coach, a title that should carry with it the status of the man. However, on this particular morning, Coach Morris had no strut to his walk. A 24-game losing streak doesn't exactly generate confidence, particularly when you're coaching the worst team in your school's history. And tomorrow night you'll be facing arguably the best Ohio high school football team ever assembled. The diner was a popular breakfast spot for local businessmen, frequented by lawyers, accountants, judges, and other Lincoln notables. At certain tables you would find the same occupants at the same time every day of the work week, some even on Saturdays. Although there were no reserved tables, the regular customers knew who sat where. A group of insurance salesmen occupied the second booth from the front door. The fourth booth belonged to the bankers, the fifth to the Chamber of Commerce, and so on. Some of the customers had been eating at Abe's with the same group of friends for decades, joining in the breakfast-with-the-boys ritual of thousands of small towns across America. Conversations ranged from local weather conditions and politics to high school football. Abe Horowitz, the owner of the establishment, was a self-proclaimed sports addict with years of sports paraphernalia adorning the cedar-paneled walls. "'Up a little early this morning, huh, Coach?' Beatrice, a matronly waitress, asked. "'Wanted to beat the crowd,' he answered. "'Frankly, with tomorrow night's Jacktown game, I'm not in the mood to hear a bunch of old-timers tell me how to coach our boys.' The way those men get on your case, Beatrice said, I'm surprised you even come in here every morning. It's the coffee, Beatrice. Besides, I usually don't let them get to me. But this morning I figured it wouldn't hurt to get here half an hour before they do. An energetic man dressed in a dark suit walked into the diner. In his late thirties, he was a stranger to Lincoln. Few young men wore suits in this working man's town, the older men who did acquired the habit in the fifties. And Jack Morris knew those who did. But it was not only the suit that tagged this man a stranger in town. He also wore a late 1960s tweed snap-brim gray and black fedora, complete with a red feather in the hatband. Such a hat was bound to get attention. In Lincoln, baseball caps were the norm. The man could have sat anywhere at the counter, a booth, or a table. Jack Morris was the only customer in the place. But instead, the stranger walked directly to the booth where Morris sipped on his hot coffee. "'Good morning, Coach Morris. The name is Christopher.' The man beamed, extending his hand and following through with a hearty handshake. "'I'm a traveling man passing through your fine burg. I happen to be a big high school football fan.' And I know come Friday night you are up against a tough adversary. I'd like to help your team in tomorrow's game against Jacktown. Mind if I join you for a cup of coffee? It's a free country, and I'm not going anywhere until I finish my coffee, Morris sighed. So 
pull up a seat and take a load off the ground. The stranger sat down. He didn't bother to take off his hat. Of course, Morris didn't notice it at the time, and why should he? He always wore his cap in the diner. After the two men exchanged pleasantries, Morris asked, "'You're not from around here, are you, Mr. Christopher? If I were to guess, I'd have to say you come from the East.' "'Yes, sir,' the stranger answered. "'Born and raised in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Live outside Philadelphia today.' "'The city of brotherly love,' Morris said. "'Right again, my friend.' But, Bethlehem, now, there's an interesting place. It's a steel town, much like Lincoln once was. At one time, Bethlehem made claim to the world's largest steelworks. However, and much more interesting in some circles, we're better known for producing great athletes. Bethlehem is in Lehigh Valley, a real hotbed for breeding big-time sports